Melissa Donovan is here with more on what they reveal. Yeah. Ray and Jackie, these documents were unsealed this afternoon. One of the documents is a search warrant receipt of property. It shows FBI agents removed 11 sets of classified documents from Mar-a-Lago. Some materials discovered were labeled top secret and should be in special government facilities. FBI agents searched the home of former President Donald Trump in Palm Beach, Florida this week. The unsealed documents show that along with classified materials, agents also collected binders of photos, a handwritten note, information regarding the president of France and Trump's executive grant of clemency for Roger Stone. The former president addressed what was revealed today on his Truth social media platform, stating, number one, it was all declassified. Number two, they didn't need to seize anything. They could have taken it at any time, uh, wanted without playing politics and breaking into Mar-a-Lago. According to Attorney General Merrick Garland, other less intrusive attempts to retrieve the documents were unsuccessful. Earlier today, Trump's Republican allies called the search political and unnecessary. The Justice Department cited potential crimes associated with violating the Espionage Act, obstruction of justice, and destruction of records when seeking this warrant. Hello, hello, hello. This is a breaking news update from the Trump Mafia. FBI raids, clandestine documents, secrets and lies. Yet again, the news cycle has swung back to our guy. Our champion in chief is bouncing from one legal deposition to another, keeping it classy and riling up the same people that needed to break some shit at the nation's capital. But let's get serious. 16 boxes of documents at his pad in Mar-a-Lago, which on the surface seems odd. And who really cares? Then we find out that these documents now might contain information on nuclear secrets and the president of France. Maybe Don was fond of the Champs-Élysées at this time of year, but it does make it just a little more interesting. Several leading Republicans have joined in his accusations that he was the victim of a Democrat-led witch hunt. Chichi Azunda reports from Florida. To my left are Trump supporters who are here to vocalize their support for Donald Trump and his potential to run for president in 2024. The American people are awake. We are not woke. We are awake. We know what's going on. It was a fishing expedition. We have to stand up for our rights and our freedoms because it's, they're being eroded. We should note here, as we await the Attorney General, that in a separate case, also involving the former president, it was just about 24 hours ago, the former president was deposed by New York's Attorney General in a civil investigation completely separate. Let's listen to the AG. Good afternoon. Since I became Attorney General, I have made clear that the Department of Justice will speak through its court filings and its work. Just now, the Justice Department has filed a motion in the Southern District of Florida to unseal a search warrant and property receipt relating to a court-approved search that the FBI conducted earlier this week. That search was of premises located in Florida belonging to the former president. The department did not make any public statements on the day of the search. The former president publicly confirmed the search that evening, as is his right. 
Copies of both the warrant and the FBI property receipt were provided on the day of the search to the former president's counsel who was on site during the search. The search warrant was authorized by a federal court upon the required finding of probable cause. The property receipt is a document that federal law requires law enforcement agents to leave with the property owner. The department filed the motion to make public the warrant and receipt in light of the former president's public confirmation of the search, the surrounding circumstances, and the substantial public interest in this matter. Faithful adherence to the rule of law is the bedrock principle of the Justice Department and of our democracy. Upholding the rule of law means applying the law evenly, without fear or favor. Under my watch, that is precisely what the Justice Department is doing. All Americans are entitled to the even-handed application of the law, to due process of the law, and to the presumption of innocence. Much of our work is by necessity conducted out of the public eye. We do that to protect the constitutional rights of all Americans and to protect the integrity of our investigations. Federal law, long-standing department rules, and our ethical obligations prevent me from providing further details as to the basis of the search at this time. There are, however, certain points I want you to know. First, I personally approved the decision to seek a search warrant in this matter. Second, the department does not take such a decision lightly. Where possible, it is standard practice to seek less intrusive means as an alternative to a search and to narrowly scope any search that is undertaken. Third, let me address recent unfounded attacks on the professionalism of the FBI and Justice Department agents and prosecutors. I will not stand by silently when their integrity is unfairly attacked. The men and women of the FBI and the Justice Department are dedicated, patriotic public servants. Every day, they protect the American people from violent crime, terrorism, and other threats to their safety while safeguarding our civil rights. They do so at great personal sacrifice and risk to themselves. I am honored to work alongside them. This is all I can say right now. More information will be made available in the appropriate way and at the appropriate time. Thank you. All right, that's the Attorney General Merrick Garland at the Department of Justice. Thank you all for your questions. But as I said, this is all I can say at this time. Now, I'm sure some Republicans would like to think that Donnie might be the next Daniel Ellsberg, the one that we all need today. Maybe the Don, the consummate Washington outsider, read some nefarious and corrupt shit and was simply trying to be Seymour Hirsch. He was saving the documents to ultimately work with a reputable news organization to leak these secrets. Think a bloated Julian Assange, yet this is Trumpy Leaks. But I highly doubt that. Might be a great talking point for Mitch McConnell, and that's how I would spin it. Where does the news cycle take this next? Are these documents that Trump was going to sell on the open market? 
Were they his post-presidency security blanket in case he needed a few bucks? Or dare I say, is this a direct order from his pal, Vladdy Putin? The speculation is so intriguing and endless, I can't turn off CNN. Sorry, I'm not a socialist. It's just easier to watch Wolf Blitzer than Tucker Carlson, who reminds me of the guys I played lacrosse with in Darien, Connecticut. For the last four years, anyone who challenged permanent Washington has been targeted by the FBI. They've been waking up to pre-dawn SWAT team raids with CNN in tow. They're getting criminally charged and bankrupted, not because they committed any crimes, but because the FBI wanted them silenced. That's because what we've had for years is an FBI that's interested in really one mission, and that is eliminating rivals of the Uniparty and permanent Washington. Last night's raid of the former president's home had nothing to do with the retention of classified materials. You can handle missing records with a subpoena. You don't come kicking the doors in and blow opening safes. And that's why the feds never raided the home of Sandy Berger, who literally shoved classified documents in his socks, or Hillary Clinton's home, or David Petraeus, who shared military intel with his lover. No raid. The Wall Street Journal, by the way, is now reporting the feds claim this raid had something to do with cocktail napkins. And notes from Kim Jong-un, right. So let's get down to business and to the more important stuff. Merrick Garland and the DOJ finally decided to grow a pair and make a chess move. And this move could be the start of something special. Something very special wherein the DOJ and their myriad of legal eagles finally indict Trump on some serious crimes. Maybe this move is just the start. And that has to be the hope. But where my thinking goes is the following. They could have found dead bodies in the basement at Mar-a-Lago, in Donnie's base. The people who need a slight shift in thinking would just chalk it up to a witch hunt. As we have seen, Donnie's prophecy of shooting someone on Fifth Avenue and getting away with it seems to apply to every aspect of his presidency and post-presidency. So radical Republican Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene, of course, had to come up with the most absurd reaction to the FBI raid of Donald Trump's house, and she certainly did. First, she posted a picture of an upside down American flag suggesting distress. Then she said that the political persecution of Trump actually started under Obama when they spied on his campaign, which didn't happen. Then she started with the civil war rhetoric, which is what a lot of Republicans are doing. And then she went to defund the FBI. Not a very strong supporter of law enforcement, are you, Marjorie? If you want an entire department defunded. Oh, and also she's doing the, they probably planted evidence at Mar-a-Lago. There is no evidence that any evidence was planted at Mar-a-Lago. Guess what? We now know that there was an FBI informant at Mar-a-Lago. An FBI informant working at Mar-a-Lago. Who is that? And how many other FBI informants are around President Trump on a daily basis, working at his clubs, working at Mar-a-Lago, or maybe bed minister, or on his staff? These are the things I want to know because they're traitors. They are traitors and they're helping the deep state and they're helping the people. These are the enemies within. These are the real enemies. I'm at the end of my proverbial rope here with all politicians, Biden, Kamala, AOC, Schumer, fuck them to be honest. They have shown us as American citizens that the game is rigged and it's rigged beyond repair right now. So why should any of us care? 
Well, I guess we have to, right? We have to stay positive and take the high road, hope that our democracy will somehow survive all of this. But I'm still skeptical. He's a functionally a monarch. He's functionally the most politically powerful president in American history. Think about it. There's been a concerted and acknowledged to be a convincing effort to use the constitutional checks and balances to bring him to justice because of violations of what we believe to be the constitutional order. And he, if, as you say, if time stops, he has beaten that back. Not because of the facts, but in spite of the facts. Find me a president who has, this, who has had this much political power. We have to keep asking ourselves, when is enough enough? I mean, in the days of Nixon, people who supported him at a certain point realized that he was just lying and they moved on completely. Nixon went off into the sunset, but in our post-truth fuck circus, the lies become lies to then become more lies. With the FBI raid came at least one nut who stormed the FBI office in Cincinnati, Ohio with an AR-15 to ultimately end up dead. Tonight, CBS News has confirmed the suspect killed during yesterday's attempted breach of an FBI field office in Ohio was known to investigators before the attack. We're also learning more about the violent political rhetoric that may have inspired him. Here's CBS's Jeff Pegues. After January 6th, Navy and National Guard veteran Ricky Shiver said that he was at the Capitol during the attack. In his social media post, he wrote, I was there while he was not among the more than 860 people charged after the FBI search of Mar-a-Lago, the 42-year-old from Columbus posted on Trump's Truth Social. This time, we must respond with force. And later wrote, if you don't hear from me, it is true, I tried attacking the FBI. This week, Trump supporters have taken to social media to criticize the Justice Department's actions. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis called the FBI search the weaponization of federal agencies against the regime's political opponents. Congressman Paul Gosar wrote, we must destroy the FBI. Yesterday, Schiffer tried but failed to breach security at an FBI field office in Cincinnati. He was armed with a nail gun and an AR-15 style weapon. When law enforcement caught up to him, negotiations failed. A shootout ensued, and he was killed. Let me get this straight. The party of law and order now feel it's okay to attack the civilian employees of the FBI, or their rhetoric leads you to believe, just like with the attack on the Capitol when police died, that they don't have a conscience when it comes to death behind political ideology. Back the blue. Fund our police. We need to clean up crime. That is the rallying cry of the far right when it's convenient. The shooter at the FBI office in Ohio posted online, kill all feds. Merrick Garland should be assassinated. This is the new normal. And then when a mass shooter heads to another FBI office or a soft target like a school or a church, we pray and move on. As a country, nothing shocks us as the carnage piles up. I have an idea. Trump at this point is into his late 70s. 
instead of just playing fucking golf and eating himself to death on fine Mar-a-Lago lobster, he feels the need to cause chaos, utter relentless chaos. Even the sheer thought that he can become president again is causing chaos. So why can't he just be a gentleman? Set up a mic outside of Trump Tower and tell his base that inciting violence, causing harm around political rhetoric, is not the path. Take the high road, guys. The FBI is not the enemy. Tell them that he himself supports the FBI, he'll cooperate with the investigation, and the agents were simply doing their jobs. Wouldn't that be refreshing? Will never happen. The ex-president released this statement tonight, quote, These are dark times for our nation, as my beautiful home, Mar-a-Lago, in Palm Beach, Florida, is currently under siege, raided, and occupied by a large group of FBI agents. Nothing like this has ever happened to a president of the United States before. After working and cooperating with the relevant government agencies, this unannounced raid on my home was not necessary or appropriate. It is prosecutorial misconduct, the weaponization of the justice system, and an attack by radical left Democrats who desperately don't want me to run for president in 2024, especially based on recent polls, and who will likewise do nothing to stop Repu- do anything to stop Republicans and conservatives in the upcoming midterm elections. Such an assault could only take place in broken third world countries. Sadly, America has now become one of those countries corrupted a level not seen before. They even broke into my safe. What is the difference between this and Watergate, where operatives broke into the Democrat National Committee? Here, in reverse, Democrats broke into the home of the 45th president of the United States. As you've just heard, Trump himself admitted that he is cooperating with the relevant government agencies in this investigation. The ex-president, right about one thing, this is a truly unprecedented event. I was on Twitter yesterday and the journalist Wesley Lowry made a great point about our current times. And I quote, democracy would be so much better served with 50% more reporting and 50% less analysis. Now, I see the irony for myself in that quote, as Trump mafia for me has always been about analysis in a way. But behind that is some reporting before I sit here and speak to you. For me, this is therapy. But for the larger mainstream media, who he was talking about, analysis, unfortunately, has become the equation for money. I'm sure the executives at both Fox and CNN are salivating and are watching a graph of ratings definitely trending up in the last 48 hours. Because hasn't that been what a lot of this is about? Trump sells. He sells toasters, as they say in the business. In the new post-Trump era, Fox News is losing its audience big time. And so the network, long a mouthpiece for Team Trump, is taking a hard turn to the right. Here's CNN's chief media correspondent and anchor of Reliable Sources, Brian Stelter. Fox's ratings have shriveled up since the election. CNN is ahead in all the major categories. On the far right, Newsmax and other channels are eating into Fox's share. So at Fox, the Murdochs are trying to win viewers back by reducing news coverage and adding even more opinion. Carlson, tonight you are watching the Free Speech Channel. For much of the day, the shows recycle clips from Carlson the previous night. And good evening, everyone. Welcome. 
Welcome to Fox News Primetime. And this 7 p.m. time slot has taken a hard turn to the right. This radical rhetoric leading conservative commentator David Frum to see a business strategy at work. In the short term, he says, Fox News will get more extreme to excite a shrinking audience to watch longer and more loyally. He doubts that it will work long term. But right now, the Murdochs are worried about today, trying to convince Trump fans to come back and help Fox restore its ratings. What worries me is that maybe the last week is what the Russian stuff was for the cable news universe a few years ago. A sexy story that sold hemorrhoid cream. A story that made sense. But at the end of the day, when it came time to actually do anything to Trump directly around that, he just got on Air Force One and headed to the golf course. And he is still loved in most of America. So I'm going to be tracking this every day for you. Hopefully my analysis can also turn into reporting. As they say, what is the political calculus here? And what does this mean as far as Trump deciding to run for president? It's obvious that you can make a case it's already backfired in a sense. Because we all know that the Trump voter and Trump universe kind of will overlook pretty much anything. And with Sleepy Joe at the wheel, who can really blame them? For many years, a lot of people have wanted the Justice Department to come down on Trump. I mean, this whole podcast at times has questioned what exactly any U.S. attorney is doing. Merrick Garland has been criticized over and over for his lack of inaction. But now he acted. So let's hold our breath and see if it works out. And the FBI and Department of Homeland Security warning of threats to law enforcement after a search of former President Trump's Florida home last week. Eamon Javers joins us now with more. Hi, Eamon. Good morning, Mike. Well, it's that ferocious reaction we've seen on the political right to the search by the FBI of the former president's home that sparked this uptick in threats. Here's what we know as of right now. Over the weekend, we saw this new notice being posted by federal law enforcement. FBI and DHS issued an intelligence bulletin warning of this spike in threats against federal law enforcement officials. The Secret Service itself responding by hardening field offices and encouraging vigilance on the part of Secret Service agents, particularly in high-profile locations such as the White House. Uh, we also saw this reaction action over the weekend. Cincinnati FBI attacker Ricky Schiffer, he appears to have recently posted online about his desire to kill FBI agents. So this all appears to be part and parcel of the same dynamic that's happening out there in the country. With the FBI raid, the January 6th committee is now out of the news. I've been watching hours of coverage and now every pundit is on to their FBI raid 24-hour analysis, analysis of the analysis. The question I have, and putting my obsessions aside, is does anyone care? Does the average Joe care, or are these stories barroom fodder for Washington lifers, New York and L.A. intellectuals, or bored gossip hounds? A raid at Mar-a-Lago makes for a great piece of entertainment, but what does it really do to help us make more profound change inside the issues that actually matter here in America? Trump is fun, he's dangerous, he's sad, and has the holy shit factor. Which is all America wants at this point, isn't it? <laughs> 